Number three, we'll call it, or they call it, Cantor's Comeback. After Change You Deserve died and Obama swept into office, Republicans created a new initiative, the National Council for a New America. The NCNA was the brainchild of Eric Cantor, long engaged in a leadership struggle with minority leader John the Sultan of Suntan Bomer. This is meant to counter the the Democrats' party of no mantra. One ingredient that may have spoiled that effort, Republicans continued voting no on everything. Another spoiler, it may have violated House ethics rules and the NCNA was disbanded after about a year. Mm, Goodbye, bad idea number three. Here's number four, the budget That wasn't. In March 2009, just after Obama took office, the Democrats put together an ambitious one. Now, now look, the ambitious, very ambitious budget. Not to be outdone, Republicans decided to drop a plan of their own, except what they unveiled was an 18-page glossy white paper of ideas with no actual budget numbers. Remember that? Made, made them the laughingstock of both wonks and Democrats everywhere. In fact, it made them a laughingstock of anybody who took a look at that guy standing up there with, you know, like five or six pieces of paper in his hand saying, here's the new plan, here's the new budget. What does it say? Well, we're not sure. Number five, the budget that might have been. Then Paul Ryan, House Republicans' top budget guy, put together a series of policy changes, tax and entitlement cuts that he claimed would bring America into fiscal balance over the course of, of a decade. And he dubbed it Roadmap for America's Future. It's a real GOP kind of thing. Roadmap for America's Future. Here we go. The roadmap made a splash when it was first unveiled, praised by conservatives, and held forth by Democrats as a serious but flawed Republican plan to slash Medicare. So, of course, since the Democrats had something good to say about it, Republicans ran away from it. Then experts took a look at it and concluded that it would probably wreck the economy uh, if it was ever enacted. So, so much for new ideas and new faces. Give it up, NOP. Give it over to the only Republican to almost win a beauty contest. Of course, I'm talking about Mama Mussolini. She's the teabagger's pinup and the best-dressed demagogue since Eva Perone. Let her lead. It doesn't matter. You have nowhere to go. Hello, this is Melody Moneypenny speaking for your friendly music licensing people at ASCAP BMI. Have you been singing or whistling a popular song in public? As the saying goes, that's entertainment, and it will cost you real money. That's right. In your home, in your hometown, online, we've got our tune goons watching and waiting. Your performance is what we call a cover, and since we own every song you've ever heard, Each cover is chargeable to you at an average rate of $500 per listener. And in case you think that fee goes to the composer, don't make that mistake again. These fees go to pay our tune goons, accountants, and executives. So the next time you and your gang want to sing Sympathy for the Devil at the street fair, think again, because we're behind the bushes waiting to catch you having a good time at our expense. For a permit please contact Big Brother at yourscrewedagain.com. Well, we just heard about the five bad ideas that the GOP came up with over the last two years and that ran ran afoul of the fact that one of them, the name of one of them was a, was a marketing name for an antidepressant. And another one had Michael Steele telling us that we don't do cutting edge on and on and on. Well, they're back. 
House Minority Leader John Bomer and Representative Peter Roskam have invited senior Republican lobbyists and top officials from several large trade groups to the Capitol to provide them with suggestions for the new GOP agenda. This this is a great piece of public relations. This is a party that letting us lets us know you don't you dare criticize BP. Don't you dare do anything that the lobbyists and the and the trade groups don't agree with. We are the party of business. We are, in fact, surgically attached to business. The meeting is part of the House Leaders Initiative called America Speaking Out. They come out with another of these, you know, white bread titles, which is intended to draw broad input to create a new policy agenda for the party to launch in the fall. They're at it again. An email invitation sent to more than 20 trade representatives summoned them to Bomer's second floor office to discuss House Republican efforts to produce a new policy agenda with a small group of trade association leaders. As the Wonk Room's Pat Garofalo has documented, this is all pretty much par for the course. Congressional Republicans have organized a powwow with lobbyists in order to devise a strategy for nearly every piece of major legislation over the past year. Now remember, not their legislation, to oppose legislation. This includes their opposition to health care, to Wall Street reform, to climate change, and to the jobs bill. Ah, America speaks out. Another tepid loser. Why doesn't the Sultan of Suntan just go back to his favorite Georgetown bar and let the real thinkers like Mama Grizzly and Michelle Bachman take over? Well, here's news. Our oil-related woes could be a thing of the past if diatom oil cows deliver expectations of billions of gallons of fuel annually. What you say are diatom oil cows. I didn't know until I read this article in the Asia Times myself. It seems that Indian scientist T.V. Ramachandra and Canadian-born Richard Gordon and their colleagues have upgraded the increasing global interest in harvesting fuel from algae, the small organisms found widely in water, from oceans to the yucky green slime on ponds. Well, the Ramachandra-Gordon plan uses solar panels to mass-cultivate genetically modified diatoms, one of the smallest and oldest types of algae. They secrete a gasoline type of oil. The diatoms can be milked regularly as cows for milk for their use as oil. You can milk oil out of algae. I love it. The diatom milking process promises billions of gallons of fuel annually, according to Gordon. Well, I hope so. He says, I have estimated that 10 square meters per person of diatom solar panels could suffice. Diatoms can generate oil independence, is sustainable, and have no net atmospheric carbon dioxide production. All right, okay. 10 square meters is a little over like 10 feet square. Wouldn't that be something if each of us uh, uh, born on the planet, were born with this energy birthright of a 10-foot square diatom solar panel? I mean, what a fabulous idea. World demand for oil is about 87 million barrels a day, according to the International Energy Agency. Algae-based sources could become front runners as an alternative fuel supply. Governments and leading companies worldwide are starting to invest billions of dollars in researching and developing algae, or oilgy as it's being hailed as a cheap, environment-friendly fuel. It's being called the third-generation biofuel. I just like calling it oil-g, O-I-L-G-A-E. Love it. 
On June 28, the U.S. government delivered a high-profile testimony to OILG, with the Department of Energy releasing a study, National Algal Biofuels Technology Roadmap. Boy, they sure know how to take a simple thing and just make it complicated. The report included a year of uh, public feedback, Uh, And uh, India is already exploring algae for fuel self-sufficiency, focusing on using supercell technology to produce microalgae for oil. They are running a pilot project to produce microalgae fuel from carbon emitted by one of their larger thermal power plants. And that's interesting. You take the carbon out of the smokestack, you turn it into algae, which becomes oilgy, and you milk it like a cow for gasoline. It's a wonderful world. More than 200,000 species of diatom, not at all fussy about their residential addresses, thrive in a wide range of habitats from seas, rivers, deserts, and also clouds. Their name originates from the Greek word meaning to cut in half. They are a single-cell organism with two parts enclosed in a silica wall. Since they consume carbon dioxide, diatoms are also seen as a big solution to global warming. Researchers estimate that diatoms remove uh, uh, as much carbon from the atmosphere as rainforests combined. Some call diatoms trees of the ocean. Ah, I love it. I just hope it's true. Fat and docile, big and dumb They look so stupid, they aren't much fun Cows aren't fun They eat to grow, grow to die Die to be et at the hamburger fry Cows well done Nobody thunk it, nobody knew No one imagined the great cow guru Cows are one He hid in the forest Read books with great zeal He loved Che Guevara A revolutionary veal Cows say tongue He spoke about justice But nobody stirred He felt like an outcast Alone in the herd Cow doll drums He moved we must fight Escape or we'll die Cows gathered around Cause the stakes were so high Bad cow pun But then he was captured Stuffed into a crate Loaded onto a truck Where he rode to his fate Cows are bummed He was a scrawny calf Who looked rather woozy No one suspected He was packing an Uzi Cows with guns They came with a needle to stick in his thigh. He kicked for the groin. He pissed in their eye. Cow well hung. Knocked over a tractor and ran for the door. Six gallons of gas flowed out on the floor. Run, cows, run. He picked up a bullhorn and jumped up on the hay. We are free-roving bovines. We run free today. We will fight for bovine freedom And hold our large heads high We will run free with the buffalo Or die Cows with guns 
Crashed the gate in a great stampede, tipped over milk truck, torched all the feed. Cows have fun. Sixty police cars were piled in a heap, covered in cow pies, covered up deep. Much cow dung. Black smoke rising, darken in the day, twelve burning McDonald's have it your way. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. The president said, enough is enough. These uppity cattle, it's time to get tough. Cow dung flung. The newspapers gloated, folks sighed with relief. Tomorrow at noon, they would all be ground beef. Cows on buns. The cows were surrounded, they waited and prayed. They mooed their last moos, they chewed their last hay. Cows outgunned. The order was given to turn cows to whoppers, enforced by the might of 10,000 coppers. But on the horizon, surrounding the shoppers, came the deafening roar of chickens in choppers. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns.